Welcome to the Slingshot Show with your host, Jonathan Bowles. How's it going, guys? It's good to see you. Look how official this looks, right? So official. We're like doing it for real now. This is like the real deal. We got the microphones, the whole deal. You know, this whole place. We're going to transform the whole thing. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be absolutely beautiful when it's all said and done. Uh, for those of you that are only listening on a podcast, um, you know, sorry, you can't see what's going on. Check out the YouTube. Check out the Instagram. Um, you can see that. But yeah, the, the whole thing, the whole vibe. The whole vibe. We're, we're going for it. We're doing things. Big, big moves, strong moves. Big shout out to Mr. Matt O'Donnell all the way out there in Nashville, Tennessee. He's the guy that makes all of this stuff happen. He's the guy that helped me, you know, set this thing up. He's the guy that, uh, you know, uh, takes these videos and posts them and makes, makes the stuff happen. He's, you know, kind of the producer. Okay. So, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm Joe Rogan, which I am not yet, He's the Jamie Vernon, all right? He's the young Jamie. So shout out Matt O'Donnell. Uh, thank you so much for helping me make this uh, make this happen. So welcome, guys. You guys are jumping in here. Thank you guys so much. Um, normally, we do this on Fridays. I don't know when you're listening to this or when you're watching it, but uh, I skipped that, and now it's Sunday. I'm recording this on a Sunday, doing this, you know, kind of a little slingshot Sunday school vibe. You know what I'm saying? But um, I went out to the desert. Um, for a couple of days, you know, bought all that camping gear about a month ago and have been using it literally every weekend since I got it. But, um, uh, all of the campsites that are like, you know, up in the woods or the forest or, or whatever, you know, maybe buy some water by the beach. All those are like booked out forever, you know, just like impossibly large crowds of people there. Uh, and, all that's available now is like these desert spots, which I know why they're available now. I know, I know why they're available because it is so hot. It is so hot out there. So it was just me, the dog and the stars, man. We were out there. We had a good time, needed to just take a couple of days off the grid. But boy, yesterday afternoon, I, you know, I climbed up a mountain, left the dog down to lay underneath the truck, but uh, I, I climbed up, uh, climbed up a mountain and dude, it was hot all the way up, all the way down. It was, it was out of control and uh, no lie, no shame for about two or three hours yesterday afternoon. We sat in the cab of the truck with the AC on, you know, um, but at nighttime, it was so great. It was beautiful. Got down into like, you know, the fifties or sixties or whatever, and just looking up at the stars, just shooting stars all over the place. It was just great to kind of be out there and get quiet for a while, but I'm back. And I'm right here with you, and we're going to do this thing. We're going to do it. Um, I want to talk today um, about, I don't even know what you would necessarily, necessarily call this, um, but I want to talk to you guys about vision, all right? I want to talk to you guys about what you're, what you're looking at, what you are focusing on, you know? Um, it's really, really important um, because whatever you see, whatever you're focusing on, that right there, that's going to be really the thing 
um, that is going to be manifest in your life. That's the, that's the stuff that kind of takes up, uh, you know, all the space, right? So, um, think about it like this. Like if you, you know, you got a hand up in your face, you can either focus on what's on the other side of the hand or you can focus like just on the hand, you know? So what is it that you have your attention fixated on? What is it that you have your eyes set on? Um, cause there's a lot of things that come up. I mean, obviously right now, uh, in our world, there's a lot of problems, there's a pandemic, you know, and guys, I just, you know, it just seems like with every week or month that passes, it just seems to be the move to just go ahead and to adapt and to change your life to be, uh, more in line with what, you know, with what's going on. We, we can't just wait around for things to, to happen, for things to shift back, for things to, to kind of normalize again. We can't do that. We got to change. We got to pivot. All right. That's the word right there. We got to pivot. You got to shift. What are you focusing on? What is it that has your gaze right now? Where are you looking? Are you nearsighted? Are you farsighted? Are you totally blind? That is what we got to figure out right now. But while I was out there in the desert, um, you know, I'm, I'm a guy that likes, I like stories. Uh, I like people uh, that have, uh, you know, big wild lives, you know, legends, you know, if you, if you look uh, back into, uh, you know, like, uh, what is it? Like Aesop's fables or like, you know, these legends, these stories that get told, you know, even like Disney movies, like you've got, you know, Cinderella and Snow White and these and that and this and that, these big stories, these big, uh, you know, larger than life type of things, right? These legends, you know, King Arthur, the Knights of the Round Table. I like that kind of stuff. And I love it even more when it's an actual person that is telling these stories, right? An actual uh, a person where it's like, no, this person actually lived. This is a real person that did these things, you know? Uh, you know, and there's legends that are, you know, uh, surrounded by certain, uh, you know, certain people are surrounded by these legends, right? And so, uh, and right now I'm, you know, I'm saying this and you're even thinking right now of maybe somebody in your life, in your world that, you know, has these, uh, you know, legends about them. Maybe it's that like one crazy uncle or something like that, you know, that we have, oh, he's got the best stories. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, Big Fish, you know, and it kind of was this ambiguous type of thing of like, is he making this stuff up or is this actually real? Um, you know, I, I just love it. I love people telling stories. And so, um, you know, as I have mentioned before, I grew up in the church environment. And one of, one of the uh, things that we tend to do in that, you know, you've got the patron saints, you have these, these saints, these legends, these people that just these, live these huge lives and there's all these stories and tales about them, right? And I was going through, actually in Nashville with my good friend, Matt O'Donnell, the guy that produces and helps make this show come together, and we were walking up and down the aisles and this book caught my eye because it was familiar to me and I had seen it before. And that book is called God's Generals. And this book is absolutely wild because it compiles all these different stories, all of these different legends of these people that were ministers or pastors or healers or leaders or whatever you want to call it, all these different, you know, tales and legends 
stories about their lives and it compiles them all into one book. And so while I, of course, I got that book immediately, it was something that I had had when I was younger and then, you know, probably in a fit of like, I'm over this, you know, church thing. I had probably tossed it out or something in a move, but I grabbed it. It was like $2 and grabbed it. And, you know, I was thinking to myself, I need to, I want to read this, you know, I want to kind of dive back in and and find out what some of these, uh, you know, stories are, see if there's anything that's applicable to my life, you know, and not necessarily, and guys, here's the deal doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's the, it's the story. It's the fun that makes it, it's the wildness of these stories that makes it anything even worth reading. Right. And so, you know, you could think about a story from an uncle or maybe a, a family member or, you know, an, a pro athlete, you know, there's always, uh, you know, if you guys watch the Michael Jordan documentary, the last dance, you know, you kind of go in and he's just sharing some of these legends and kind of pulling the curtain back on that, you know, the flu game or whatever. Turns out it was a bad pizza that he ate, right? Legends and stories. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about As I, I was reading this book and there's a guy in this book, his name was John Alexander Dowie. Okay. And this guy was born in Scotland and he, you know, initially moved to Australia and he became a preacher and just all these radical wild miracles would happen whenever he would get up and he would speak. And, you know, whether any of this was verified, true or untrue, who knows, but here we are hundreds of years later and, you know, people are still talking about this guy and things that he did. And during his day, he was all over the newspapers and even to the point where this guy actually moved to America, initially landing in San Francisco, ended up in Chicago, and he became such a big, huge personality that he actually started and founded his own city in Illinois called Zion, Illinois. And it was supposed to be this new thing. And he started dressing in robes and, and these weird funky hats and clothes and everything like that. Guys, totally out of control. Went bonkers, right? And towards the end of his life, just kind of like went completely off the deep end. And so, and that, that's, that's what I'm saying is it's like, we don't have to like, you know, put a lot of stock into this thing or whatever. It's just the stories of these people's lives. And there's something to be learned there. But as I was reading through the life and legends of John Alexander Dowie, I came across this quote that he said, because this guy was constantly facing opposition. People were trying to disprove him, you know, and probably rightfully so. I'm sure that there was a lot of things that he did that were probably fairly questionable, but in his mind, he was doing the right thing. And, and a lot of times, you kind of just have to give people the benefit of the doubt. They're, they're doing the best that they can do with where they came from, what they're doing, whatever, all right? I, you know me. I'm not a, I ain't a hater. I ain't somebody that's trying to you know, poke fun or, or point fingers or anything like that. I, I'm just somebody that's like, hey, let's just take it and see what we can get from this. Where's the common ground here? And this quote is, I, th- I feel something that everybody can kind of sink their teeth into and maybe learn something from, right? But this guy just had this big vision for his life. He just had this, this destination that he was headed to, this goal that he had. And so he did not let anything stand in his way. Maybe he should have let a few things stand in his way. Who knows? All of that will shake out in the end. But here's the quote, right? Here's the quote. I wrote it down. Let me read it to you real quick. 
This is John Alexander Dowie, which is just so hilarious. I can't believe that I'm talking about this guy. It has been years and years and years since I have even thought about this guy. Of course, I heard about him, you know, in church world all growing up. And then, you know, really, I, didn't, I never knew like what he was all about. I just kind of heard that, oh, this is, a, you know, a, a, a great legend in Christianity, a great legend in our faith, right? And I never really knew all the details. I didn't know the details about him like wanting to start his own city and him eventually kind of going a little bit crazy crazy and the outfits and the this and the that and everything. But I've read all that and, you know, whatever. It's even more fun and interesting now. But here's the quote. John Alexander Dowie. I can see the future far more clearly than I can solve the mysteries of the immediate present. Let me read it to you one more time. I can see the future far more clearly then I can solve the mysteries of the immediate present. What are you looking at right now? What are you seeing? What is it that has your gaze? Are you more focused on the problems of the immediate present? Are you more focused on the issues at hand than you are the destination to which your heart is leading you to go? Are you more focused on the problems the hurdles, the obstacles that stand in your way? Or are you more, more focused on the horizon about where you're, you know, of where you're headed, where you're going? Is the vision that you have in your guts, is that desire, that dream that's on the inside of you, is that bigger to you than the problems that are in front of you? Which one has your focus? And when I read that quote, I was like, oh, man. That got me. That got me right here. It doesn't matter if it's coming from a crazy man that started dressing himself up in shiny, you know, bedazzled robes at the end of his life, you know, building his own city where he could kind of become the high priest and the king of his own town. Doesn't matter. You know, listen, doesn't matter. There, there's a, even a story in the Bible where God literally, and who knows if it's true, doesn't matter. It's a metaphor. Let's just take it. Here we go. God used a donkey to speak to someone who was, you know, kind of headed in a wrong direction. Listen, God, the universe, whatever, however you need to hear the message, it's going to come through to you loud and clear if you have eyes to see and ears to hear it. If you have an open heart and open mind, the thing that you need to hear, it's going to get across to you. I don't know if you're like me, but I know for me, a lot of times, I need to basically be hit over the head like with a baseball bat to get the message because I'm just going and blowing a thousand miles an hour. Can't stop, won't stop. Let's go. And so sometimes it takes me four or five times hearing the same thing, the same advice over and over and over. We've all had those friends. We've all had those people in our lives where, man, I tried to tell you, dude, I tried to tell you, man, that guy. <laughs> that guy's messed up, dude. I wouldn't go down that road. Or man, haven't we been down this? Haven't we been down this way before? Are you really doing this again, man? You might want to lose that girl's number. You know, you know, we all have those people that don't get the message the first time. And so I sometimes I don't get the message the first time. And so here it is. I'm getting a message from this guy who a hundred something years ago was like building his own city dressing himself up to be the king of his own town in the Midwest of the United States of America. John Alexander Dowie, a Scotsman, 
He said, I can see the future far more clearly than I can solve the mysteries of the immediate present. Guys, we all have those mysteries. We all have those issues that are plaguing us right here in the here and the now. Guys, there's one huge one. It's called COVID-19. It's that coronavirus running wild in the streets still. You know, I've even read and heard things. It's people comparing pandemics from the past to this one. And people saying that sometimes it takes three to five years for a nation, for a city, for whatever, to kind of regroup and begin to move forward in a, in a way that could somehow be related back to where it was before. Five, three to five years to reset. Guys, it's a major problem that we're dealing with. And every morning you wake up and there's like this mystery, like, man, what do I, what do I do? Like, how do I, is this, is this, is this what we do now? Is every, is everything just online? Is this just work from, am I ever going to have a job again? You know, I, I've said it before, like a lot of my work that I do live event based, not happening right now. So we got to pivot. We got to reconfigure things. It's a mystery that I have to wake up and I have to try to solve every morning. And we can get bogged down in that stuff. It's a hurdle. It's an obstacle. Maybe that obstacle for you is financial. Maybe that obstacle for you is, uh, you know, like a relationship issue. Maybe it's a hurt. Maybe it's a, you know, something, uh, you know, something traumatic that happened to you. Just this thing that you just can't seem to get past. You just can't seem to get over it. What is that hurdle that is standing in front of you? What is the mystery what is the problem? What is the issue that is sitting there at the end of your bed every single morning when you wake up just with its arms crossed being like, all right, here I am here to ruin your life, here to ruin your day and steal your girl. What is the problem? What's the mystery that is facing you right now? What is it? And are you more focused on that? Are you more focused on trying to battle that thing then you are keeping your eyes on the future of where you're headed, where you're going. Now, yes, let me put a little side note here to quote the great beloved Ramdas, be here now. Yes, there is something about being present in the very moment, not getting sucked into the past, not leaning too far forward into the future. Guys, I'm not talking about wishing that things were different. I'm not talking about, you know, worrying, anxiety, and wondering what the future is. I'm talking about a mindset. I'm talking about a mindset that says, doesn't matter what the problem is that's in front of me, I will not let it steal my joy. I will not let it steal my forward progress. Because guys, here's the thing. Here, this, is, this is the deal. When we have those problems that are in front of us, when we have those issues that we're trying to unravel, this is what happens, is it creates anxiety and worry because those problems, this is what they do. They pull us into the past. Well, if I would have done this, this, and this, then maybe this wouldn't have happened. Well, if I wouldn't have bought this, if I wouldn't have dated him, if I wouldn't have dated her, if I would have done this, if that marriage hadn't have fallen apart, if I wouldn't have lost this job, we get pulled into the past and we try to, you know, how could I have avoided this? That problem, that mystery, that thing that's in front of you, it also can pull you into the future because you wonder, is it ever going to change? 
well, what if this happens? What if that happens? What about this? What about that? We start creating all these other scenarios. So it's that problem. It's that mystery. It's that issue. That is what's pulling you back and forth, back and forth. But if you can keep your eyes, if you can keep your gaze on that thing that has been planted on the inside of you, that desire, that dream, that goal, that mission, that purpose, if you can stay more fixed and focused on that right there than on this problem that's in the, in the, in the, uh, you know, in the present, just, all right, hey, look at me over here. What about this? What about that? What about, look at this. I can see the future far more clearly than I can solve the mysteries of the immediate present. That's what happens. We start trying to untangle this problem. Well, where did this come from? Where did that come from? And going in the past and going in the future and, what about, and trying to dissect every little thing about this. Guys, here's a perfect example. I don't know about you. I do not like to run. I was never a runner growing up. I was about this tall and that wide. For those of you not watching the video, I was very short, very wide. <laughs> I was a little, little tubby little guy. Had some junk in the trunk. So, not a big runner. Track and field, never my thing. Never had the opportunity to run hurdles. But we have all seen someone run the hurdles before. Now, I want you to think for a second in your mind. Envision it with me. Can you do that real fast? Envision it with me somebody running the hurdles. How does that look? Do they like take a couple of steps and then like, okay, here we are at this hurdle. Oh my God. What are we doing now? What, what, what do I do with this? Well, well, what is this made of? How, how high is this? I don't know. Oh man, I, can I, should I try to go over it, under it, around it? Well, what, who put this here? No, <laughs> that's not what they do. Guys, Soon as that gun blasts, three, two, one, on your marks, get set, go. They start running and go. I mean, telling you right now, even turn this off and go look it up on Google, man. Go look it up on Google. Look at somebody running the hurdles. Their eyes are fixed on what's ahead of them, the horizon. They don't even see the hurdles. They just keep running in that stride. And next thing you know, ba-bam, over the first one, ba-ba-ba over the next one, over the next one, over the next one. And their eyes are just focused like laser beams. They don't even notice the hurdle. They don't even notice the problem. They don't even notice the thing that's in front of them. And somehow that momentum, that rhythm, man, it just gets in them and they're running and they're going and they're clearing those things like crazy. And yeah, you know what? Sometimes every now and then people trip up. People run in the hurdles, they, you know, their back foot catches one and boom, when they fall, they fall hard. But hey, I would rather be going 100 miles an hour and eat the dust every now and then than to be tiptoeing my life and trying to climb over every little hurdle, every little problem, every little thing that stands in my way. Help me, Lord. Help me get up over this thing. I don't know if I can make. Well, can somebody help me? Can somebody help me over this hurdle? I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Why are these things here? Why is everything? Now I'm preaching to myself right here. Now, now I'm talking to myself because every now and then I get down. Well, it's just not fair that these hurdles are in front of me. It's just not fair. Things didn't work out how I wanted them to in that situation. Oh, Lord. Well, well I don't know if I can keep going. 
all these hurdles. Well, this person, they ain't got very many hurdles in front of them. They seem to just be having a walk in the park. Why is it so hard for me? Okay, I'm done doing that voice. You get the point. Guys, eyes on the prize. Jump over them things. Don't let it miss your stride. Don't let it. Don't let it stop you. Just keep going. Just keep blowing. Just keep jumping. Couple weeks back, I don't know. Might have been last week. I don't know what day it is. Too fast for Satan, baby. Too quick. Can't stop me. Can't get me. Yes, there's going to be times where you trip. There's going to be times where you fall. But don't stop moving, man. Don't stop moving. I can see the future far more clearly than I can solve the mysteries of the immediate present. Guys, just give up. Give up trying to figure out how the problem got in your life. Just quit, just quit trying to figure out why that problem is there. Just quit figuring out how you're going to deal with the problem and just keep your eyes up on the horizon. Keep your eyes up ahead of you. Keep your eyes up, right? There, there's, there's a, uh, there's a, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know if it's in Proverbs. It, it, it's somewhere in the Bible, right? And I don't know, guys. I'm just quoting the Bible left and right on these things. You know, sometimes I get on that Buddhist thing. Sometimes I get on that Hindu thing. Sometimes it's the Bible thing. You know, I don't know. Don't matter. Whoever, it just take it for what it is. I lift my eyes up to the hills from where my help comes from. That's not because there's some big dude up on top of the hill that's got some magic wand that he's going to be waving over you. No. It's because I look up, I look to the hills where my help comes from. Because you know what's really helpful? What's helpful is the joy that is set before you. What's really helpful is that desire, that dream being fulfilled. Yeah, I was talking to my therapist <laughs> the other day. And I, I, you know, a lot of times in therapy, it's me basically doing this. And then she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, nope, that's exactly what's going on. That's exactly what you need to do. But this is what I said. I actually did. I quoted a proverb in there. I said, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. That means when things don't go your way, it bums you out. But when something good happens, oh, that's what we live for. Live for what's ahead of you, not for what's trying to stop you. Oh my God. Let me say it one more time. Live for what's ahead of you. Live for what you're going for. Don't live based completely on what it is that's trying to stop you. Guys, that's great right there. That's going to help you out. What is coloring your life? What is the overall theme? What's the tone? What's the Instagram filter you're putting on your life? Is more of your life being filtered through the issue that you are having to work through? Or do you have the filter on your life of like, this is who I am and this is where I'm going? Which one? Which one has your focus? Which one has your eye? Which one has your gaze? Where is your attention going? Come on. This is good. This is good. I can see the future far more clearly than I can solve the mysteries of the immediate present. What's your mystery, man? What's your mystery? Don't you want to be done with that thing? Don't you want to just let it go? Leave it behind? 
You know, for some of you, maybe it's a, you know, maybe it's a, an issue, you know, that just, it just seems insurmountable and you just, man, I don't know if I can move on. I don't know if I can move on, you know, without handling this problem first. And it's just something that you just having to like work at every single day. Nah, that, listen, tinkering right here, tinkering, uh, you know, on this little issue, this little problem, man, you're going to make far more, far more progress with your eyes fixed on where you're headed instead of what you're dealing with right now. The problems that you're dealing with do not have to be permanent. And their permanence is determined by you. It's determined by where your focus is. It's determined by what's going on day to day. How are you dealing? What, what is that number one thing on your to-do list? You know, keep your eyes up, focus on something else. The permanence of problems is determined by you. I wrote that down. Before I just right before I started this, the permanence of problems. You cannot listen, problems are absolutely going to happen without a doubt every single day. Little ones, big ones, but they don't have to be permanent, they don't have to last forever. And that's by determined by you and where you're putting your attention. And you would be surprised how much quicker, how much easier how much more fun you'd have in the process of overcoming these obstacles, overcoming these hurdles, if you would lock your eyes on where you're headed, lock your eyes on where you're going, lock your eyes on that thing that's inside of you, that thing that sits in your heart, that sits in your guts, that you just, you think about it all the time. And these problems have come in, these issues have come from the left and the right and the up and the down from outside voices, even from inner voices. And they've tried to distract your attention away from where you're headed. And you've become more focused on the problems and trying to solve them and unravel the who, what, when, where, and why. You've become more focused on that stuff than, one got, than what got you moving in the first place. If you don't know what you're moving towards, if you don't know what you're after, hey, take a pause, figure it out. Remember, remind yourself of why you're doing what you're doing. Why did you choose that career path? Well, I don't know, Jonathan. It seemed like the right thing at the time, but I'm not sure anymore. All right. Hey, never, never too late to start, uh, you know, to start over. Never too late to reset. Never too late to try something new. But many, many of you, you've got that dream. You've got that desire. Don't forget it. Keep your eyes locked on that. Just remember that image of the hurdler. He ain't looking at every single hurdle. He just got that rhythm, got that momentum. And man, he's going over those things like it ain't no thing. You guys got it? One more time, I'm gonna say it. I can see the future far more clearly than I can solve the mysteries of the immediate present. A great quote, a great motivation from a crazy dude <laughs> named John Alexander Dowie. So uh, yeah, maybe your dream, maybe your desire is to uh, start your own city and become the king of that city and dress up in weird robes, whatever it is. There's obviously going to be problems that are going to face you, uh, you know, each day going towards that goal. Hey, keep your eyes on the prize, whatever it is. I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. You know, drop a like, drop a uh, comment, share this, you know, leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever, subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow me, send this to a friend, but whatever you do, 
Stop trying to solve that problem in front of you. Get your eyes up and get going after what it is that you want. I love you guys so much. Have a great day. Have a great week. Uh, We'll be back on Friday with something else. Much love. Talk to you later. Bye.